Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 105. You know, this is called self-esteem truths, and that's because I give you truths, and some of them are a little harder to hear than others, and hopefully all of them challenge you a little bit to reflect on your own life and your own behaviors, because as I often tell you, we have so much control in our own life and our own experience, and when we embrace that truth, that's when real change can happen in your life. So today we're going to talk about that control and the truth about how much it really affects your self-esteem when you don't take control in your own life. The other day I was going to take some time to take my grandson to the zoo for the very first time with his mom. The zoo is a bit of a drive away from us, so we're going to get up early in the morning, get in the car, hit the road to get there at a reasonable time to truly enjoy our day. And of course, that type of morning requires planning the day before. Well, the day before, I'm outside walking with my grandson. I have him in his stroller. And we get back to the house. I'm about to put the stroller away when I think, I better not forget the stroller tomorrow. How many of you have had moments like this? You're in the middle of something. You have other things you're about to go do. And the reminder pops up in your head. I need to remember to bring this for that meeting tomorrow. I need to remember to drop this off at the dry cleaners. I need to remember to pick this up from the store. I need to remember to call my doctor's office, whatever it is, right? The reminder pops up into your head. What do you do next? You see, for me, I had a few choices, right? I could maybe put a sticky note on my mirror so that I would see it in the morning. Maybe I could set an alarm on my phone after I got up, but before we had to leave that reminded me to put the stroller in the car. I could maybe tell my daughter so that she was the one that was responsible for remembering. I could even make a mental note, right? Okay, Christine, remember the stroller tomorrow. There's lots of things you can do. And really, any of those decisions is some level of taking control of the situation, the least of which being put it on my daughter or make a mental note, the biggest one maybe being setting an alarm. This is what I ended up doing. Instead of putting the stroller away, I put it in the back of the car right then and there, took care of it. Because even though all of those other ideas felt like I was taking control of the situation, the reality for me at least is, I'll probably be so tired I'm not going to read the newest sticky note on the mirror. I might turn off the alarm and think, okay, yep, now I remember when we go outside, I'll do it, and then I'll promptly forget when we walk outside. My daughter probably won't remember any better than I will. And when you're doing something like an all-day walking activity with a one-year-old, the last thing you want to do is forget the stroller. And I don't want to be halfway down the road going, oh my gosh, we forgot the stroller. So right there, I took less than 90 seconds, because I timed it, to put the stroller in the back of the car. Total control of the situation. A lot of times in moments like this, we believe the lie that we're too busy, our day is way too full, we don't have time to address this right now. And I'm saying it's a lie because if we were on top of things every single day, our days wouldn't get this jam-packed where we felt like we were rushing and overloaded and didn't have the time to take the moments we needed to be taking to make our next day 
smoother. Just like the uncomfortable things can snowball, the good things can snowball too. If your keys are where they're supposed to be and your shoes are where they're supposed to be and your dishes are cleaned and your clothes are cleaned and the papers that have to go with you are sitting by the front door right on top of your desk where you will instantly find them, it saves you a ton of time every single day, which gives you more time for listening to these little reminders in your brain to take control of the situation, which makes your days down the road even smoother, and suddenly your stress-filled life can become a lot more manageable. And as beautiful as that is all on its own, the thing I love the most about this is what it does for our self-esteem. When you're the type of person that is constantly running around in chaos, running out of gas, forgetting to pack lunch, forgetting to clean clothes, forgetting to pick the kids up from daycare on time, forgetting to pay that bill. When you're constantly living that kind of life, when the reminder's going off in your brain, but the action's not being taken along with it, or effective action's not being taken along with it, maybe you are doing something, but it's not working to help you complete those tasks. What happens to your self-esteem is it takes a nosedive. You don't trust you to take care of life. You don't trust you to be on top of things. And a big part of the ensemble of emotions that come after you discover the shirt you needed wasn't cleaned or that item you needed wasn't in the car or that appointment wasn't made is due to you not being able to trust yourself. It's you being angry at you. It's you putting you down. We want to be able to trust ourselves. And sometimes we even operate under the illusion that we can. And then we let ourselves down and the cycle gets worse and your self-esteem takes a huge hit. Consider this. If somebody is constantly letting you down, they're not doing things they say they're going to do, they're not taking care of the tasks they're responsible for, they're dropping the ball, they're not being honest about what they can and will take care of, how much are you going to value this person as a partner, coworker, friend? How much are you going to trust this person? Healthy self-esteem is dependent upon your relationship with you being in good standing, meaning you can trust you, you can rely on you, you believe you're capable of taking care of things. What is your current inner dialogue? Are you the person that's constantly saying to yourself, Oh, I knew I was going to forget that. I'm terrible at remembering to take care of that thing. Oh, I can't believe I'm so stupid to think I would have remembered. What are you saying to yourself? If you can't trust you, if you can't believe you're going to take care of things, if the end result is your life is harder, more stressed out, you're putting yourself down, then what you've effectively done is sacrifice your own control of the situation to feel bad about yourself. One of the lies that we have been conditioned to believe and you probably tell yourself is the excuse. I couldn't help it. I had so many other things on my plate. Well, if so-and-so wasn't talking to me, I would have remembered. Oh, well, if, if my kid hadn't been asking me to help them find their shoes, I would have had time to notice that note. The list is endless. But we make these excuses. We excuse ourselves, which, by the way, doesn't make you feel better. It doesn't fix it. The reality is you still didn't do the task and you still are not trustworthy to you, but it kind of masks it enough that it keeps you from looking directly at what's really going on. And then your frustration at you gets redirected to the situation or the person you're choosing to shift blame to. 
also doesn't help your self-esteem. If you genuinely want healthy self-esteem, if you want to be the type of person that you can rely on, the type of person that has a relatively smooth day consistently because you're setting it up that way, you have to take actual control, real control. You have to take action. So for me, the day before going to the zoo, that action looked like immediately putting the stroller in the back of the car. And here's some things you might not think about when it comes to taking action like that. Sure, I had to redirect my path, take 90 seconds, walk to the car, put the stroller in the car, get it all folded up, whatever I was about to walk in the house and do, had to wait a minute, literally a minute. But the benefit is that's not a nagging thought in the back of my head anymore. I don't have to go write a note or set an alarm anymore. I don't have to go track down my daughter or text my daughter to tell her. All of those things, by the way, would probably take about the same amount of time, if not longer, to do. Then I don't have to worry about what I do when I see the sticky note or hear the alarm or worry about whether or not I need to remind my daughter to remember to bring the stroller. I'm not going to have a nagging stress that I'm not going to be able to identify because I can't remember what it was I wanted to remember to bring. I'm not going to get halfway down the road and have a sudden, the stroller moment. Pretty sure that little detour saved me a ton of time and energy. A ton. And that's one of the truths I really want you to take in today. Because the lies keep you stuck with low self-esteem and anxiety-filled lives and problem-filled lives. It keeps you low and it keeps you small. Probably as I'm saying this to you, as I'm laying it out, it probably feels very obvious hearing it in my own story that that would save time and make way more sense to put the stroller in the car the night before. But in your day-to-day moments, it could seem really obvious to believe the lie. So while I can't give you direction for every possible scenario where this might pop up in your personal life, I do want to direct your attention today to the idea of the amount of control you have in your life and in your situations. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were telling me how they're almost always frustrated and just over the day by about lunchtime. They're just done. They've had it. And they wanted to know how come I was always so positive and in a relatively good frame of mind. It's not because my life is great. There's a lot of tumultuous things that happen in my life because I'm, well, alive and human, and that's what life does, right? The difference is I choose to take control over how my day starts. I choose to decide that my day starts with gratitude and sunshine and fresh air and a healthy meal and spending time in the Word of God. I take that time, I make those decisions so that I get to be in control of my starting place so I can best handle whatever happens next. Now listen, I am not saying I am perfect at this, and I am not telling you I have mastered it. I'm simply trying to give you some examples of what it looks like when you start choosing to do this more often in your life. What I really want you to be hearing me say, and I've said it before, you have so much control in your own life. You get to choose. Hundreds, if not thousands of times a day, you get to choose. If you're making those choices on autopilot, there's a very good chance you're not making the best choices for you. When you start making your choices with intention, you get to start making better choices, and that leads to you understanding the amount of control in the situation you have, and then you can start trusting yourself and feeling good about the decisions you're making and the places you're ending up. 
and the conditions of your life that you're creating. And from that place where you can trust yourself and feel really confident about how you're handling your life, your self-esteem is going to be amazing. And that's what you all want, right? Going through life on autopilot gives the illusion of less work and less strain. It means you don't have to tune in to what's going on around you, but it actually makes your life a lot more painful and a lot more difficult. When you check in, when you start making choices with intention, when you start actually taking real control instead of making decisions that are more like illusion of control, you get a much better experience. And I really challenge you all this week to put this to the test. See if it takes more time or saves you time to be more aware, more active, and more in control in your own life. Does it take you longer to put the keys in the right spot? Or does it take you longer to find them the next time you need them? Does it take you longer to just run that pile of dry cleaning out to the car tonight? Or does it take you longer to have to run it there three days later on your lunch break when you're already wearing the same shirt for the third day in the row? What takes you longer? Sometimes life is still going to happen and it's going to interfere with whatever it is you have going on. It's going to knock you over, drop you off a cliff. We can't prevent it all. We can't be in that much control. However, when you're taking care of the routine, mundane, little stuff in your life, when you're on top of those things, when the big stuff hits you, it might knock the wind out of you, but it's not going to implode your life. I want to say this again so you really understand what I'm getting at here. When you're taking care of the little things, when you're acknowledging and acting on the amount of control you have in the smoothness, efficiency, and tranquility of your day-to-day life, when you have that part down, then when the big things hit you upside the head, it's not going to destroy you or set you back or break you. And I'm, I'm saying this to you as somebody who is going through life stuff right now. The stronger you are at taking care of you in the mundane little details, the better you will be able to handle the big stuff that is inevitably going to catch you off guard and feel like your life is imploding. The more equipped you will be to keep the wheels of your day-to-day life going on all those little things that have to keep going while also dealing with whatever this newest hurdle is. Because I think a lot of you already know what happens if you don't have your life in control. It all falls apart. It all comes toppling down because it was all a weak facade of barely handled life. Life is going to throw you curveballs. You're going to get through them a lot easier. You're going to be able to have the confidence, the knowledge that you can handle the situation when you're setting yourself up appropriately to do so. So please start looking at your own life with honest, open eyes about where you can take real actionable control, where you can take these little 30-second, 90-second moments to make the rest of your day and tomorrow and next week easier for you, more comfortable for you, where you can heal that self-esteem and build that self-confidence and go through life more smoothly when it is going well. If you feel like you need a little extra guidance to get started on this, reach out to me for a one-on-one, which is completely free, and let's see what would best help you moving forward. You can do this. You are 100% capable of doing this. Thank you for being here this week. 
I love hearing from you. So if you do this, which I hope you do, and you have a success story to share or a question to ask, please let me know and I'm happy to answer those for you. That's all for now. I will talk to you next time. Bye.